0: Let's. Re- oh, radio Radio Radio
1: Radio you Radio
2: Welcome to Goodman Morning. I'm your host, Liam Flanagan, aka DJ Flash Gordon, quarterback, New York Jets, aka DJ NYJs Today is Tuesday, June 22nd, and oh, what a show we have for you. We are live right now on Shady Pines Radio. What's up, Shady Pines people? Folks, give us a text. Our text line is open, and the number is 971 361 9396. Give us a shout, and we'll give you a shout out. Folks, I want to thank all our sponsors, of course. Uh, Bill's Overpriced Cheap Beer. Hey, folks, live shows are coming back, and you know what that means. It's time for Bill's Overpriced Cheap Beer. Why pay $2 for a $2 beer when you can pay 6 Bill's Overpriced Cheap Beers. Now you know you're at a live show. We also want to thank Big Drunk and Stupid. Looking for that little extra thing to make your next live show a little more genuine? Then call Big Drunk and Stupid. They will immediately send a big drunk and stupid person to your show men women non-binary they have them all they're all big they're all drunk and they're all stupid so call big dumb and stupid today because if your show doesn't have when someone have someone big drunk and stupid is it really a live show uh, i want to thank thanks again to those sponsors if you or your business would like to be an actual sponsor for good mid-morning please send me an email send it to liam at podland dot productions Folks, it's folks. I did that the... yeah, <laughs> Folks. Folks. <laughs> I believe I did that yesterday as well. Folks, joining me this fine Tuesday morning, as always, is one of my oldest friends, all the way from Astoria, Oregon, it's Joey Ficken.
3: Liam, how are you doing this morning? Great. Good mid-morning to you. What a wonderful kickoff.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Nothing like being called a fuck uh, <laughs> early in the morning. <laughs> oh boy what a week huh how was your week uh week was just fine man uh you know i took a i
3: took a a, a much-needed monday off Ooh, nice. yeah, My my week my week was starting to go a little bit topsy-turvy in terms of you know work sort of filling in the plugs of where my normal weekend would go yeah uh and so i just was like you know what monday taking it off
2: baby might as well yeah you're the boss you know you can do I whatever know. you want I am my own boss. Make I your own do. hours. Yeah.
3: You gotta make sure you take time for yourself.
2: You have to. Yeah. yeah. Do some meditation. Did you do some meditation? Hell no. Oh. Next time. I'm not a meditator. Oh. I'm not
3: I don't I don't I don't I don't meditate. I don't uh I don't do massage.
2: <laughs> like you what? won't give one or you won't receive
1: one.
3: I won't receive one. But you'll give one if I'm not uh yeah. I've I've been known to give plenty of massage because yeah, you, you know have. when you when you live with people they like to ask you to give them massages.
2: Yeah, I I um, remember when we li- when we lived together I was always asking you to give me a massage. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Yeah.
3: I just you know the thing for me is that I I think that most people that I know who like a massage they like it to be kind of painful. Yeah. They like the pain out of it? Right. Because I guess they figure that at Through the pain, there 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 is relief.
2: Well, no pain, no um, gain, Joey. No pain, no gain.
3: Very, very true. But anyway, when we went to Thailand, I finally kind of gave in uh, and got two massages. Yeah. One, because it was such a good deal. I think it was like $60 for two people to get like a, it was like a two-hour massage or something. Oh, my. Uh, what's that?
2: I said, oh, my. Oh, That's oh my. That's a long yeah. massage.
3: It was very long. I like zoned the F out. Yeah. Uh, and it was it was pleasant. It was like it was very soft and it was very like it it, it was it was nice. And then uh, later on in the trip, we were doing some walking and, you know, we were like, you know, what? let's let's get a foot massage because oh, the yeah. foot massage I got at that other one was very nice. Yeah. Uh, and so we go in for to the same place just for a foot massage. And sit down, and I I don't get massages, so I don't really understand yeah. uh, that you can tell them to go more gently on you. Yeah, <laughs> be gentle. Oh, that's too much. That's too much. So I just kind of sat there and took it,
1: like and a it man. was one
3: of the most painful experiences of my life. Wow, they had some like tool that they were like grinding at my shin and at the little like along the top of my foot and along the ball of my foot. And it was horrible. And I'm pretty sure it was like 40 minutes of just sheer agony.
2: <laughs> wow. But how did uh, you feel afterwards, you know, the rest of the day? I bet you felt pretty good. I bet your feet felt pretty good, huh? Af- afterwards, I felt relieved.
3: I felt relieved to <laughs> not be sitting in that chair anymore, which yeah. maybe influenced the, 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 the effect that the massage had. But I really don't think that the way I felt afterwards was worth it the pain that i had to go through right
2: well next time you're in thailand skip the foot massage and do what i did and go to the one, one of those places where you put your feet in um a basically a, a fish bowl and, ti- and tiny little fish eat all the dead skin off of your off of your toes and your feet i would,
3: I would rather do that
2: yeah it was a it, it was a very pleasant experience cool <laughs> all right yeah That's- I'm I'm putting it on my list, and you know it's just since we're get, we're talking about we're uh, you know doing massage stories. I'm I'm not a massage person either. I don't like to uh, receive them, and uh, honestly, I don't really like to give them because you know I just don't. In all um, honesty, Liam, I don't <clears throat> like giving them either. Yeah, um, but so a couple of years ago, several years ago, Aura, my wife was like, let's go get massages. We're going to go get massages. So she like set this all up. We went to some wellness center over in Northeast Portland. And uh, we went in and <clears throat> her her lady comes out, you know, it's, uh, some woman, and they go back into the room. And then um, somebody else, you know, gets me and takes me into the other room and uh, introduces me to the guy, to the person who's going to be massaging me. And it turns out it's like a 78-year-old blind guy so <laughs>
3: <laughs> well you know they just have to feel their way around. Yeah,
2: exactly i mean he, that, he had very soft hands and it was you know you know whatever i guess it was a fine massage but it, it's just not for me it's just you yeah. know i you know yeah just give me some weed and i'll relax whatever
3: yeah i mean it's possible that it could do something to loosen me up in certain ways but i yeah. know plenty of people who go and get massage and it doesn't... I always ask after, like, how was it? If they go into a massage uh, when it's just for relaxation, yeah, they're like, oh, it was so relaxing. It was yeah. so nice. If they go into, like, fix, like, oh, I got a kink in my neck. I got this, like, knot in my back or got yeah. whatever. It's always like, yeah, it was pretty good, but uh, I still feel all whatever. And I'm like, right. so you just went through some deep tissue pain Just to basically make the pain you've been living in, like maybe seamless. I don't know. It just, it's like I don't know.
2: You know, just take a bath. Throw some Epsom salts in there. You know, that's what I do. That's how I loosen up my muscles. Uh, I say
3: just, just put it out of your mind and just forget about it.
2: And it's uh, you know, I was actually just thinking about baths today uh, because during the winter, this last winter, I was taking baths like every other day. Wow. Yeah, it was great. But now that it's uh, you know, ninety-eight degrees out, it's really hard to take a, a warm bath. I love that boy band. Ninety-eight degrees. Yeah, oh, they were so good. They were so good. Let's listen to some uh, ninety-eight degrees. Yeah. Let's make this whole show just all about ninety-eight all degrees. All about today. ninety-eight degrees. Yes. All right, all right.
1: They it, were
3: kind of like a B-tier <laughs> boy band. Yeah, they were. They, they sort were of just swooped in at the
2: very at the tail end of that whole craze. Oh man good stuff good stuff so uh we our our theme our our slight theme this morning uh is uh we decided to pick some some live albums like you know last week we did our first shows our first live shows and uh so this week we're doing best live albums yeah that's, that's uh, fun. i mean
3: for for me i i wouldn't hmm
2: maybe not the best maybe yeah, not, best not necessarily the
3: best live but but both of these have <laughs> significance to me oh really yeah
2: Oh, do, do you see. want me
3: to go into that now or do you want me to wait for that?
2: Oh, let's let no, let's 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 go into it now. Yeah, I think we okay. could we could uh, kill 5 minutes talking about how these well, <laughs> uh I'll, I'll go into the to, to this first
3: one here because I think this is the first track that we're going to listen to. Okay. Uh this is uh Cheap Tricks. This is off their live at Budokan. Yeah, great album. Uh, which is uh which is something I think I had heard about my entire life because the version of, I think it's I Want You to Want Me yeah. that I think I always ever heard yeah. was the live at Budokan version. Mm-hmm. It is. That's, uh, that's the one everyone
2: yeah. always hears. Or, yeah, that's the one that they play all the time. Yeah. Because and it so, has that great intro, you know, with him going, I want you. Yeah, exactly. To, uh, and to then to the crowd goes. <sighs> oh, yeah. The yeah.
3: crowd is crazy so throughout the entire thing. Um, but it, it Cheap Trick was, was not really an artist that was really on my radar for a long time in my life. Like yeah. I knew about them, but I did I wouldn't say I liked cheap trick or I didn't think I liked them really. Cause I just never really listened to them. They were just that band that did, I want you to want me or whatever. Right. Uh, and it was from that, but I kept hearing like live at Budokan, live at Budokan. So the name of that sort of became sort of cemented into my memory. Uh, and then many, 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 many years later, uh, when I was working with, uh, Greg Glover, over at the Arena Rock Recording Company, he got in a a, a CD that I think maybe like some, I don't know. He had it in the office and it was of this like uh, reissue of uh, Live at Budokan and it was like the complete concert. Right. Because the original one is only like eight songs or something like that and they just kind of like compiled the big hits or whatever. But there's like 20 some odd songs or something. Yeah. In the actual. They do like
2: a three hour show. I mean,
3: it's, it's pretty, yeah, it's pretty long. And, 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 and when you listen to this version of it, you know, it doesn't like cut in and out of songs. It's just the full concert from beginning to end.
2: Oh, that's awesome.
3: And and it, and it kind of blew my mind. I was like, holy shit, these guys are good. And it, and it's kind of weird, you know, when you like find out about uh, a band being something you, you actually enjoy. Right. uh, Well, after the fact. (laughs) Uh, But, it was through that kind of live, that live show and like that live energy that was kind of like cool, man. Like, these guys are not what I had in my mind when I thought of Cheap Trick for yeah. whatever reason. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Do we want to listen? Check out that song?
2: Of course we do. We just talked Sweet. about it. There's no reason not to. Uh, exactly. I'm excited because I don't think I've ever heard this this song, which, uh, and I, I mean I'm I w- I'm no like Cheap Trick i'm not a fan or like a huge super fan but you know i have an album or two and uh i don't know because i've never heard the full the complete concert so this is awesome so 1978 yeah wow that was a while ago yeah uh yeah. so al De Zane is the name of the song cheap trick is the band you're listening to good mid-morning right here on shady pines radio mm-hmm. You're listening to Good Mid Morning right here on Shady Pines Radio. That was cheap trick doing Alfreda Zane off of the thirtieth thirtieth anniversary complete concert live at Budokan. Uh, that shit's punk rock, yeah. like that. It, like that's it, there's that's crazy on so many levels. Like because it, it's punk rock, um, and that was in, like Budokan is in Japan. Japan this is a that the crazy thing about like when you think about the, the 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 crowd like those are all Japanese people who are just fucking loving this loud ass punk rock
3: yeah they yeah exactly like they hadn't had when that album came or when that when they played that concert like they hadn't uh even had like their big U.S. hits really yet yeah um like when they played I want you to want me on that like that album hadn't come out yet like this was sort of like a precursor yeah uh follow like the, i think the record label released this sort of as like uh oh this is gonna like kind of tease the new album because uh-huh. they say like this next Ooh, one's yeah. a new song off our new album or whatever yeah, the Beastie boys uh, stole that yeah exactly and uh and like also <laughs> also uh if if the story is is correct like most like they couldn't they didn't really understand what they were saying. <laughs> so yeah like that that's why he says like I want you right to want me. Like he's like trying to like frenetically or whatever. Just yeah. like kind of get it across. Um but that's another thing also to me is that like uh they're a good live album to me is like something that like captures an energy that an album doesn't yeah. like it really puts you in the place of like a, a good live band, and I and I think if you're a really good live band, it just kind of gets captured into that um, into that live album kind of. Yeah, you know.
2: Yeah, I was uh uh when I was uh, at the Pickles this weekend. I uh, DJ, I played um a a track off of Blue Oyster Cult live uh-huh. album, uh, and that's another. Li- I didn't. That's not. I didn't bring that one today, but that's another album where uh i played kick out the jams and yeah. i am listening to it and i'm like this is this is punk this is punk rock like this this band is not uh just like a rock band they're not just like a 70s rock band they were punk they were like yeah they were really like hard good like it's so good and then you ne- but you never think of you know you you say blue oyster cult and you just go fear the Ra- fear the reaper you know that's all yeah, people yeah. ever think or more cowbell, you know, we need right, more right. cowbell. Oh, yeah.
3: so that, that kind of, I think cemented that band as sort of being a joke more yeah. than anything. They were yeah. Like, oh, they're the punchline to a joke, you know? Um, whereas, and, and that, that era, you know, uh, almost in the same way that I kind of think of film in that there, there was like this, what I almost consider as sort of, it was like outlaw, the sort of the, the, the rec, the industry had more of these kind of outlaws kind of within it. Right. Um, and in the film industry, you kind of had that. You had these kind of like auteurs that were kind of like coming in and like be able to get studio funding to make kind of really weird movies. Um, but you also had a similar thing happening with the music industry because the industry was, was was huge, you know, in the like late in the 70s, 80s and into the 90s even. Yeah. Yeah. Um, to the point where a lot of these kind of artists were able to kind of sneak in. And when you had this kind of early days of rock and roll, they didn't really know what to do. Like there wasn't accessible versus, I don't know. It was kind of weird. They were like, all right, well, anything kind of goes like rock yeah. and roll, rock and roll. Exactly. So we'll just bring it in and see what happens. And there were a lot of these people who were kind of pushing the envelope in terms of like what, you know, what they were presenting because they didn't have, there wasn't a formula for like, Oh, what kind of rock and roll is going to be safe enough for radio, but that consumers are going to want, you know, I don't know. There was such a wide market for it that something like, you know, obviously like these bands like cheap, trick, cheap trick. And a lot of those ones that kind of had more of an edge early, that edge started to soften yeah. <laughs> as they got later into their careers. Um, but Yeah. Well, maybe.
2: Yeah. As things kind of uh, progressed, and you know, the record companies were like, "Okay, this. So this is selling, but this isn't selling. If you could do more of this instead of this, then you're going to make more money, or we're we're going to make more money." Yep. They would say, and and they would say, "We we're going to make more money," and it and it'd be like they're including the band, but really they were just talking about themselves, the record company. Yes. Exactly.
3: Yeah. (laughs) We want to make more money, all of us. Yeah. As in me. But one of the weirder like Cheap Trick actually has kind of one of the weirder like they have I don't know if you remember if this or if this song stands out to you there's a song that I'm sure there's a good likelihood that a lot of people out there don't even know that it's Cheap Trick but yeah. there's that song The Flame that was kind of like their maybe their last big hit Uh-huh um it's uh it re- <laughs> it's it's it was like a big 80s hit and they had another songwriter come in and like write songs for that album because apparently they weren't writing hits anymore. Yeah. And so they ended up with the song "The Flame," which was like a pretty big hit, and like I'm sure you would recognize it if you heard it. Well, let's um, let's see. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah,
2: Let's check. Okay, that's terrible. Oh God. okay i
3: heard enough (laughs) (laughs) and it was like one of those things where i again it was like well well into my adulthood that i finally just kind of where i i think i heard heard that song come up or something and i saw cheap trick attached to it and i'm like the fuck yeah like how the fuck did that (laughs) yeah and it was because they brought it they brought in an outside uh songwriter. Like they their their older sound that they were producing was not apparently producing hits anymore. So they yeah.
2: They had to bring someone <laughs> in. And it's and it's not good. Yeah. Uh that was a uh, uh never mind. I was wrong. Um okay, well let's uh let's let's talk about my first song here um i've got simon and garfunkel and the reason i picked this album or this i mean this in particular this album uh it's the concert in central park and this album i just i love this album for many reasons one of them is that my dad used to listen to this album all the time he loved this album he uh my dad was not really uh much of a musical influence on me Uh, he basically liked, um, softer stuff. He, he liked classical music, you know, he liked to lay on the couch and listen to his classical music. So that wasn't, uh, really my gig, but, uh, he, uh, this album, Simon and Garfunkel live in central park. Uh, it was like they reunited to do this one concert. And I've just always thought that the, just the recording on this is phenomenal. And I'm just, I always, you know, when it's a live album, uh, if it's if if it's recorded really well, I'm just I am always just like blown away because I I've, it's it's a difficult process to record a, a live concert, you know. I don't know if Joey's still with me or what's yeah, going yeah, on. Yeah, oh. yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: No,
3: sorry, my dogs are going super crazy. Uh, you'll probably have to hear it. So I had uh, my microphone on mute, but um, oh, and so I, I I was letting you just sort of. Uh, get your story out there but you know simon and garfunkel that that one was uh not this particular album but the 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 group themselves man they were a big staple in my household as well oh really my parents loved the shit out of simon and garfunkel yeah
2: yeah i think you know people our age the their they the parents really loved i mean they were their simon and garfunkel were a huge part of that generation so um, oh yeah and And uh rubbed off on me hard okay i don't that's I don't know if we need to talk about that. Um, <laughs> I didn't mean it to be okay. Uh, so this song is late in the evening, and I don't know if this is the song that has this intro. But there's one of my favorite parts uh, about this this album is there's a part in it where um, Paul Simon says, "We want to thank uh, <laughs> we want to thank all the guys selling loose joints in the audience tonight." Uh, and I just always thought that was hilarious when I was a kid um because... it made you the man that you are today <laughs> exactly i would have i would have appreciated the guys selling the loose joints in the in the audience as well yeah yeah they seem like the perfect band
3: to smoke a joint to oh
2: could you imagine seeing simon time. and garfunkel sm- like so you're sitting in central park smoking a joint watching simon and garfunkel i mean come on that's one of these lovely. days liam one of these days i don't think they're gonna get i think back we'll make Canada. it happen <laughs> Uh, This is Late in the Evening by Simon Garfunkel. You're listening to Good Midmorning right here on Shady Pines Radio. Remember, tell your friends, let them know you're listening to a cool show on a cool station.
0: You're listening to ShadyPinesRadio.com. Here's the lineup for Tuesdays. Starting at 8 a.m., Hesh Air with Mr. Tomorrow. At 9 a.m., Good Mid-Morning with DJ Flash Gordon, quarterback, New York Jets. At 10 a.m., Emotional Weather Report with Jamie Stewart. Beat Salad with Mason O'Brien at 11 a.m. From noon till 2 p.m., Dave and Joe with If This Ain't a Business... 3 p.m., A Feast for Your Cochlea with DJ Huff Huff Pass. At 5 p.m., Sensory Tangle with Margie Marlowe. From 6 to 8 p.m., It's Toasty Tunes with Alex Toast. At 8 p.m., Radio Seance with Your Psychic Friends, hosted by Oscan and Mag. At 9 p.m., Fresh Unoriginal with DJ Wineglass. And from 10 till midnight, Serendipitous Encounters with DJ Corduroy. No matter the day or time, you've picked the right time to listen in. Thanks for listening, and tell others. Shady Pines Radio. Since the dawn of mankind, people have strived to label and beautify their surroundings. From primitive marks in caves to bedazzled jean jackets, we have evolved and yet... The questions remain. How can I create a lasting impression that can be everywhere and won't empty my wallet? StickerNinja.com dot com answering the call locally since 2011. Finally, your art, your statement, your important message in affordable sticker form. It's easy. Pick out the style, size, and quantity of stickers, send them your artwork, and in no time, you get high-quality vinyl stickers. Waterproof, UV-resistant, in vibrant color with free domestic shipping, and right now, you can use the code SPR10 and get 10% off your order. Fulfill your destiny and get Get to sticking your statement everywhere with StickerNinja.com. Sticker Ninja!
2: You're listening to Good Midmorning right here on Shady Pines Radio. Folks, uh, Shady uh, Good Morning actually has some stickers that we got from Sticker Ninja. So if you want a sticker, a Good Midmorning sticker, you can send a text 971-361-9396. Say, I want a Good Midmorning sticker. And uh, we'll get you, uh, we'll get you three. You know, we'll send you three. You can give some to your friends. Um, and also, remember, folks, don't forget to follow, subscribe, and comment and review. You can find archives of Good Morning at the Podland.Productions website. Just go to Podland Productions slash GMM, and you can find all the shows that we've done. This is, I think, episode fifty-four. We're on episode fifty-four. Can you believe it, Joey? <laughs> That's not just us, right? (laughs) Uh, That is not just us. I mean, it's me. I've done 54 episodes uh, so far.
3: I would say if that was for me, I would be like, I think I blacked out for a while there.
2: (laughs) No, no, that's just me and, uh, uh, you know, my friends. It's, you know, but uh, 54 episodes. That's pretty good. Uh, That is. yeah. Yeah. Holy moly. That's a lot. It is and we're going to we're eat. just going to keep going. You know, we're just going to keep going. Yeah. Folks just and, keeps rolling on. Text line is 971-361-9396. Send us a text, let us know uh, what you're up to and uh, if you if you have a favorite live album, you can let us know. And if you want a, a good mid-morning sticker, send that text to 971-361-9396. Thanks for listening and and tell your friends. Uh, tell all your friends, let them all know. You're on a device. Share we were just listening it, to Simon and Garfunkel live in Central Park. And I don't know if you noticed that, Joey, but uh, he even mentioned smoking it. He said he went outside and smoked lit a J. Did, and it, oh, and yeah. then did you hear the crowd? I, oh, I heard it. Did yeah, you yeah, hear yeah, the yeah. crowd? They went crazy. They were like, yeah, yeah he's smoking a J.
3: Because yeah. they're all smoking Js. <laughs> People well, love when you mention drug use. Oh, so yeah. At a show.
2: Yeah, because yeah. It, it, it reminds you that, you know, that everybody's everybody's doing drugs so you're like oh yeah yeah. oh wait he's doing drugs too yeah i'm doing drugs we're 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 all all
3: (laughs) in this together
2: (laughs) we're all doing the drugs 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 (laughs) uh but yeah great album simon and garfunkel live uh in central park that album yeah just makes me think of my dad and uh it's good stuff good stuff. Yeah. I think that album or I think that concert because it was in 1983 and if I remember correctly they actually I think like um you know PBS or or you know it, it was it was a live concert that you could watch. I believe if I'm remembering correctly from the television. You could watch it on the television like it, it was an event like Simon and Garfunkel yeah. came back together and they did this live concert and it was back in those you know it was in the 80s when they were like oh let's show live concerts big live concerts uh, you know live aid farm aid all those things um and uh and and i think this was just one of those things where like yeah we're going to have simon garfunkel come back and make it a big televised thing we'll do an album it was great yeah
0: that's
2: they like uh it. you know pbs
3: it's like the wholesome version of like pay per view yeah you know it's like if you're going to if you're really going to if you really want to uh, uh uh Simon and Garfunkel it up then mm-hmm. you 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 broadcast that shit on PBS Yeah. Yeah,
2: absolutely. Um a lot of good stuff on. I mean, Austin City Limits is a great show. It really is. Yeah, It is. I think that's good...
3: probably one of the best uh music uh uh television type, you know, the best broadcast music thing that yeah. I think is. That I mean... and um that that and VH1, I think VH1 had this for a little while, and I don't know if it's directly associated with them, but it was produced on there. But it's called Classic Album Series. Oh, uh, but you can watch a lot of them on Netflix and Amazon and all that kind of stuff. But good lord, those are awesome! They're uh uh uh, docu- like hour long documentaries yes. that that just focus on one album. Yes,
2: I love I fucking love those shows. I've yeah. I I watched. Oh my god, they're so good because you, they tell you things. That you had no idea about the album, like oh yeah, like information. You're like it gets, it like,
3: gets everybody what? involved. It gets all the all the band members, it gets the producer, the engineers, everybody mm-hmm. that was like directly associated with making the janitor it. the like
2: of the studio, the guy who cleaned up. I mean that yeah. There's that one interview with that janitor at the one studio It's just
3: incredible. <laughs> it's like incredible.
2: On it takes the weirdest looking shits. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the. They
3: also will like come in. It's like a pretty normal thing for them to like bring up the old session and they'll like go through and they just kind of like bring, you know, they, they mute things. They, yeah. so, you know, they kind of go through and like see like, oh, this was cut from that song or that was, you know, yeah. So those are amazing. So those, are, so those are, those are up there for me as is Austin City Limits because it's just such a well produced live show that they just play in its entirety and it's awesome.
2: So many artists have done it. It's incredible. Yeah. Like you if you you know go I can't, you know, I don't know exactly where you go to, but you know f- just Google Austin City Limits and it's it's just so many different artists and yeah, it's it's great production and yeah, so check it out. If you haven't checked, if you like live music, you got to check out Austin City Limits folks.
3: I I actually got to do I didn't get to play on it, but I I was working for the band Spoon.
2: Oh yeah. And
3: uh, they they performed at uh austin city limits and and they were rehearsing there for a few days and it was cold as shit and i gave myself a weird back spasm could have used a back huh. massage somebody yeah you could have used a back massage yeah, yeah. but i didn't said i just went and bought a sweater <laughs> that's the same it's the same it's the same thing
2: all right well uh, let's uh let's get let's move on to your second song yeah so uh This was probably the
3: first live album that I personally really, really got into. Uh, This is No Means No uh, Live and Cuddly. And I think it's probably my favorite No Means No album. I love No Means No. They're they're an amazing band, but they're an even more amazing live band. I've seen them a few times live, and man, they are... Outstanding! Did you ever see them live? I
2: did, and uh, I agree with you 100%. It, their live show was incredible. I mean, I saw, I I can't remember what year it was, but I know that I was in my, you know, I think it was in my early 20s, and I remember seeing, um, you know, going to the show, and at the time, I can't, you know, the, the bass player, the oldest guy in the band was like 45 or something like that. Yeah, which and, seemed really old. Yeah, at the time I was like, oh my God, this fucker, this 45-year-old's up on the stage doing high kicks and like just there's so much energy. I, I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe yeah. it. Now that I'm 47 and I'm doing high kicks all the time, I, it's more believable. Um, yeah. But uh, <laughs> right. but at the time I was like, because I, I thought he was ancient. I was like, this guy's so yeah, fucking yeah. old. How is he even doing this? <laughs> yeah exactly shouldn't he be like walking around with a walker or yeah, something like didn't they roll uh, him out on a wheelchair <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah I, th- I know that was kind of always like no means no's thing was like these old guys doing punk rock um because like punk rock was always like young people's music yeah it, you know to see somebody you know who should be in their 20s maybe like 20 20- like, punk rock, you should be, like, 18, 19, 20, yeah. 20, 22, something like that. But if you're in your, like, yeah, your mid-40s or whatever, or older, because, like, I saw them at various stages, and I think the last time I saw them was when I was living in Portland, and it was, I don't know when it was. Uh, it was, I mean, it was a while ago now, but they looked fairly old, Yeah. You know? Um, Drummer still played in, like, shorts and no shirt, but he had, like, kind of old man Chest, yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah, but I holy shit, like I thought they were gonna have, like, I thought that they would have, like, lost it, you know. Like, I was like, Oh, I'm gonna go see them, I want to see them because it's probably the last time I'll get to really get to see them, yeah. But, but I'm not expecting much. And they once again, they blew my mind, blew your they, mind, like, totally blew my mind. They had more energy than any band I've ever seen in my life. Um, which people will hear if they're not familiar with this track because this album just totally nails what their live show is about and it's not all this fast but holy shit they are so good live and also when i when i going back to budokan really quickly yeah uh when i listen to that that kind of i don't i'm not saying that this song is is sound has a cheap trick kind of vibe to it but there are certain elements that i noticed in cheap trick that i'm like no means no in some ways some of their music kind of reminds me of Cheap Trick like when i like the way that some of the like the the drumming is done and then also there's like riffs the certain riffs that they would do and like a certain singing style yeah i i would i can't ABM a- right now but but there it, it, it was there was definitely a, a parallel there when i was uh, when i first started getting into Cheap Trick that i was like i think i like these guys cuz they kind of remind me of No Means No in a really weird sort of way huh. um yeah. but yeah, if you hear these two songs that we just listened to, they're not a hundred percent there. But this song is fucking dope. Uh, Teresa, give me that knife. Yeah. Um, but it's 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 fast and it is tight and it is a good representation of cheap tri- Or sorry, no means no live.
2: <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Let's let's give it a listen. This is no means no doing. Teresa, give me that knife. You're listening to Goodman Morning right here on Shady Pines Radio. you're listening to Good Mid-Morning right here on Shady Pines Radio. Don't forget to tell your friends, let them know that you're listening to Shady Pines Radio and that you're listening to Good Mid-Morning. The more listeners we have, the funner we have. Send us a text 971-361-9396 if you want a sticker, say I want a sticker. 971-361-9396. We've got good mid-morning stickers. Just listening to No Means No live and Cuddly was the album. Listening to uh, our not our favorite or whatever. We're listening to some good live albums is what we're uh, we're our theme today. So uh, that album, both you and I uh, share uh, strong feelings about that album. I've. I love that I, album. So I many... want
3: to know. I I, I just want to know <laughs> what song they were actually going to play next, because that that is <laughs> yeah. how a lot of uh, like if you've ever seen No Means No live, like they will go from a song like that right into another song that's like has the similar energy. Yeah, because like he just like comes to the end of it and he's like, What do you think? And you know he's like just about to go into something else, but you know for the sake of the live album, they kind of like chop it up and there's like various songs from from the show or whatever yeah uh and i'm just curious as to like what they what they were going to go into next but that we'll never know is sort of in in many ways just kind of like that uh embodiment of of their live show where it's just like energy 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 like they're yeah yeah it's it's wild
2: incredible i believe that album was old man young recorded in germany uh yeah yeah Mm -hmm. um but yeah folks if you um you know, and, and No Means No is uh, Canadian. I don't know if you knew that, but they're from Canada. Yeah,
3: Vancouver, BC, I yeah.
2: believe. So uh, No Means No, incredible Canadian punk rock band. And that album is just, uh, Live and Cuddly is just a phenomenal album. And uh, all, I mean, all, a lot of their albums are just so good. They were so like, I as a you know, teenager, early 20s, I just remember No, no Means No was just like, all my friends were super big fans. Like, such a great energy, so much fun, and like
3: uh, if you're an angsty teen, it's yeah, like it's kind of as good as it gets, man. It really is. Know. The bass playing is just
2: so good. It's well, just so like good. Well, they're like
3: technically really, really amazing players and 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 that's where they kind of lost it sometimes like if you weren't in the mood like some of their later works kind of yeah. had a little bit more of this kind of proggy lengthy almost spoken wordy kind of stuff that would happen at times yeah and you had to be i think a, a real fan <laughs> of the band to like kind of make it through that stuff but holy shit like when the 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 the, the really like the the really good songs are just so really good exactly amazing. it it, amazing. it
2: makes up for the later albums you know yeah the earlier albums it's it's one of those bands where the, you just
3: you know stick to the earlier stuff they had one one album i don't know if you listened to it uh the worldhood of the world as such um which was it was such a a, a weird one it's so it's so hard to find like i can't I can't, I think you can like listen to it on YouTube or something. I think somebody's kind of uploaded it, but yeah. it's such a, it's such a strange album. And I, I listened to it a lot cause we had a, a CD of it, but it's a really hard one to come by. Like, I don't think it's in print anymore. Um, and you can't, it's hard to find copies of it, you know, floating around. Uh, but that was, that one was such a, such a weird one. I think it came out right after zero plus two equals one. Um, and it's such a, it's, I don't know if you can if you can find it, check it out, because it's it's a very strange kind of in the middle between like their early years and then the later years. And it's this one that kind of sits in the middle and it's got such a I remember really liking it, but it's a very strange album also. What was it called? Uh, the Worldhood of the World as Such. The world? And maybe you can get it on something like iTunes or whatever, yeah. but it's it's not on any of, say, like the streaming platforms and trying to buy it like a physical copy of it uh is is pretty difficult to come by
2: yeah um th- there's a 52 minute video of uh on on if you just google that the worldhood of the world such as probably like the whole album yeah i think or yeah on. i think that's what you can do is listen to the whole album maybe i'll do that later um yeah i do love uh, you've mentioned uh zero plus two equals one and that's that's probably my favorite No Means No album. Yeah. I love yep, that. That's
3: kind of the one that gets that one and wrong. I think Ugh, Wrong
2: and 0 yeah. plus 2 equals one are kind of
3: like the the big ones.
2: Absolutely. Good stuff. Glad you brought that because uh I think the you know our listeners needed to know a little bit more about No Means No. Absolutely. Yeah. Um so let's see. I guess that would leave me and uh my last song my last live song that I, that I enjoy. And this, I don't know if this album is an actual, it's not a live album, but it's like, um, it's, it's the talking heads and the album is, uh, oh man, what is the album? Uh, sand in the Vaseline popular favorites. So, um, this album has a bunch of kind of re-releases or live tracks mm-hmm. and uh this uh life during wartime which is one of my favorite talking head songs um but this live version is just uh it's just phenomenal you know th- yeah. and this this is i never i never got to see the talking heads live but uh i saw david Byrne one time yeah just but walking down talking the street heads. Yeah, exactly. Yeah,
3: I actually, he he uh, he played in Portland maybe in the uh, three years ago or something. huh. And uh, he was, I think he played like uh, several nights back to back, and so he was hanging out one night in between after the show. And a lot of my friends, uh, uh, one of which who works over at uh, Alibi, uh huh, they were like, "David Burns here," and he like totally hung out and did karaoke at the Alibi. He,
2: uh, oh, that's awesome. And there were
3: like pictures finding their way up on Facebook and all this stuff. And he just was like hanging out in that karaoke room with a hoodie on. And like he would, he went up and like sung karaoke with everybody and was just there. like. Did he do out. his own songs? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I wouldn't be like disappointed if David Byrne came up and did some talking head songs. No, what? No, that that'd be amazing. It. Um, but I did see him just as David Byrne. Um, and, uh, it was, it was pretty good yeah (laughs) uh it wasn't amazing but it was pretty good but it yeah uh he played some talking head songs as well and it was good nice
2: all right let's check out uh life during wartime live talking heads you're listening to good mid-morning right here on shady pines radio to Good Mid-Morning right here on Shady Pines Radio. That was the Talking Heads doing Life During Wartime live. Folks, uh, hanging out with Joey Ficken as we do every Tuesday. Today's theme was live concerts. And uh, what are we going to talk about next Tuesday, Joey? Hmm,
3: yeah. Uh, well,
2: we're going to talk about time travel. Oh, that's fun time yeah. travel cool i love time travel we'll talk about back to the future a bunch yeah we will yeah because um, i was just
3: thinking if i could go back in time i would go see the the talking heads oh, in man their
2: heyday F- fuck yeah have you because i i actually recently like last week or something uh saw i was watching something and it had live uh concert footage from talking heads yeah and their energy was phenomenal. Like they are dancing and bopping in in you know uh in sequence, uh you know, all together. In alter- step with one another. In step yeah. with one another. Like they have all these dance moves. It's incredible. Like it, yeah, that yeah, if I had a time machine, that's an that's another concert I would definitely go back and hit. For yeah. sure. Well, we'll talk about it more next week. For sure. And tomorrow, folks on Good Mid Morning, we've got Arlo Warehouser And it's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to be talking about the news, stuff that's been going on uh, around Portland and around the world. So that's going to be a lot of fun. Always a good show with Arlo. So tune in tomorrow, 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. right here on Shady Pines Radio. Remember to follow us at good underscore mid underscore morning on Instagram and good mid morning on Facebook. Follow, subscribe, comment, and review. And uh, we will be back tomorrow morning at... 9 a.m. Remember, tell your friends all about Shady Pines radio and tell them about the show. Good mid morning, Joey. It was a pleasure as always. Likewise. And, uh,